WOKQ, who's this? Hi, this is Callie. So you want my opinion? Yeah, I want your opinion, Callie. So typically I'm a better safe than sorry type of girl, but I have flown out of Logan multiple times in the morning, and I always get there two hours early, and I sit at my gate for an hour and a half. Okay. Every time. This is exactly what I needed somebody to tell me this because I feel like I have as well. I am always two to two and a half hours early. But then I get to my gate and I'm, you know, having two, three, four cocktails because I'm there like an hour and 45 minutes early. Yeah, no, uh, there was nothing going on um, when I traveled to Orlando last March. And any time before that, I've always been sitting there waiting. Okay, so we are officially at two people think that I need to go earlier. One person thinks that I am fine to take the bus in an hour is plenty of time to get through security at four in the morning. All right, Callie, I appreciate the advice. Okay, yeah, you're very welcome. Safe travels. You rock. Thank you so much. Stay on hold. We'll put you in the running for this gift card, okay? Okay, thank you. WOKQ, who's this? Uh, Jake. You said Jake? Yep. All right, Jake. So what do you think, man? Is an hour and 10 minutes enough time for security and everything? I went to Key West like two weeks ago, and it was dead at 2 in the morning, but I wouldn't risk it if you check a bag. Okay, boy, what an emotional call you've already put me through. Because you said that you were fine, that you, you got through security like like that, no problem? Like that, we went on a Tuesday. Yeah, but you're saying you guys didn't check bags. We did not check bags, we yeah. were right through. Yeah, that's the thing. If I wasn't checking bags, I wouldn't even be asking this question. That's fair. When but, I went, there was not a big line for the check bags either. It was in Key West on my way home where it was super, super busy. How, I mean, I just, I can't, I can't imagine there's that many people checking bags at 4.30 in the morning. Literally, my bus will drop me off right where I need to be at 4.30. That's fair. I mean, I, I wouldn't risk it, man, if I were you. Okay. Yeah. All right, that's three. That's three votes to one. Why are you checking bags? That's not like you. Uh, because Missy, my wife, is the maid of honor. So she has to bring, like, balloons to set up the day of the wedding and this and that. She's checking, like, two bags. I have a carry-on myself, but she has all the maid of honor stuff. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Me my girlfriend went light. Her mom lives there, so we had everything we needed. Okay. All right. All right. I'm getting stressed out yet again. <laughs> Thanks for the comment. Let's put you on hold and uh, take down your number for this Duncan card, okay? Awesome. I appreciate it. Hold on, man. WOKQ, who's this? This is Nick from Lee. All right, Nick. So what do you think, man? Do I have enough time to get through security and bag check and all that other stuff? That early in the morning, you have more than enough time. I've gotten there that early, and, you know, they're just opening up security. You'll be fine. Okay. Well, yeah. When's the last time you, you sound so confident? You sound so confident. Well, because my wife usually freaks out that we don't have enough time. We get there, and usually we're waiting for security to even open. So I just, you know, That's I've gone through the emotions with the wife thinking we are going to be too late, That's and every time I'm right. Wait, this is a good point, though. What if security opens at 430 and everybody's waiting for security to open? Therefore, there is a line. Yeah, but they, they plan for that. They have enough security to get you through, and you'll be fine. I, every time, that's always the worry that my wife brings up, and it's always fine. This this is making Nick. You're making it seem like I'm good to go, and I don't need to worry. I don't need to change my plan. I, I think I think you have a solid plan. You're going to get there with plenty of time and, and just have a safe travel. Man. Yeah. 
I guess Don't worry about it too much. I guess I'll have to update everyone and if I miss the flight I will call in on Thursday. Thursday morning. I promise if I miss the flight I'll call in Thursday. That's a good plan. You know, either way next week we'll you know when you're back we'll find out anyway. Some, some kind of entertainment. Nick, thanks so much for the comment. Uh, stay on hold. We'll take down your number for this dunks card, okay? Thanks for waking up with Kira and Logan in the morning on 97.5 W. in the morning with a side of Ginny 97.5 WOKQ. Good morning. Welcome to another edition of the Mindbender. Great prize this week. So excited about this prize, Logan. This prize is stacked. I think so. It's huge. Say mm-hmm. it. Say it. A pair of tickets to Boston Calling Night 2 on May 25th. That is when Tyler Childers, one of our uh, great country artists, is going to be playing. Now, I don't know if he if he identifies as a country artist, I think he does. But he's like crosses a lot of different genres, but we love him. Yeah, I describe his music more as like folk and bluegrass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I think. I think that's how I describe I mean, country has folk, bluegrass. They even have some rock and pop crossover. So, so. many varieties of country music. It's yeah. amazing. And he's so talented. And if you haven't been to Boston Calling, which I'm not speaking from experience because I haven't, but tons of my friends go every year and it just looks like such a great music festival. So you could go to Boston Calling, see Tyler Childers and so many more artists because it's one of those music fests where they have very beginner artists who are up and coming. And you can catch them at the early stage before they hit fame. So you can go to Boston Calling if you answer this question. More than 40% of women say a man is instantly more attractive when they find out he's willing to blank. Hmm. It's a long question, so I'm going to read it at least two more times. More than 40% of women say a man is instantly more attractive when they find out he's willing to blank. What is a guy willing to do? for you 603-749-0975 those are our digits 603-749-0975 more than 40 percent of women say a man's instantly more attractive when they find out he's willing wokq who's this cheyenne from rochester hey cheyenne so more than 40 percent of women say a man is instantly more attractive when they find out he's willing to blank what is it is it um do the dishes the dishes Mm. a good guess a very very good guess. guess Uh, this is kind of similar. It's kind of a chore, but it, it, it benefits him. Makes him look better, if you know what I mean. Literally, yes. Mm, okay. <laughs> That's your hint, Cheyenne. Hang up and try again. All right, thank you. Thanks for listening. Okay, Q, who's this? Hi, this is Shirley. Hi, Shirley? Yes, is this the radio station? This is us, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Logan from Kieran Logan in the Morning. Hey, how you doing, Shirley? Good morning, hey. Shirley. Great. Good morning. <laughs> oh, I like this Shirley girl. All right, more than 40% <laughs> of women say a man is instantly more attractive when they find out he's willing to blank. What is it? Cook. Cook. Mm. So we got one guess of doing the dishes, one guess of cooking. Great guesses, not the answer, though. Aw, darn. Okay, thank you. Bye, Shirley. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, Q, who's this? Hello, this is Ray Rake. Hey, Rake it. More than 40% of women say a man's instantly more attractive when they find out he's willing to do this. What is it? Hold the door open for him. Mm, holding the door. Chivalry is not dead. Nope, not my house. Mm-hmm. Great guess, Ray. Not the answer, though. All righty. Have a good Thanks, Ray. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. And that's... Those are good guesses. They're all about, you know, helping around the house. But yeah. But they're not quite what we're looking for. Yeah, I think it's hint o'clock. Doing okay. this task... Makes a man appear more put together. Some of us just toss that thing back in the dryer for a quick fluff. That's a massive hint. That's all I'm going to say. 40% of women say a man is instantly more attractive 
when they find out he's willing to do this. 603. Happy New Year. You're on with Kira and Logan in the morning with the side of Ginny. Hey, Kim. Good morning. Good morning. So, Kim, you're confident you know you uh, know the answer? Yes, yes, I do. All right. More than 40% of women say a man's more attractive when they find out he's willing to blank. Do the laundry. The laundry. <sighs> so close. <laughs> Little too confident, Kim. <laughs> Little too confident. It has something to do with the laundry. Hang up and try again as fast as you can. All right, thank you. Okay, bye. 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 She's going to call back so fast. Yeah. She's going to call back so fast. Okay, Q, who's this? The Meat Boss from where? The Meat Boss. What's going on, dude? What's up? How are you? I love hearing your voice in the morning. Bring us home, man. 40% of women say a man's more attractive when they find out he's willing to do this. What is it? Iron his clothes. Bingo. Yay. Good job. I know the Meat Boss is ironing the apron. Got that right. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing the starch on too, baby. Gotta nope. be neat and tidy. Wait, what'd you say? Throwing the what? Starch. What's starch? starch? You know, that's the, the starch in the spray can to, get to keep the wrinkles out. You don't know what starch is? Like starch in food? He doesn't know what a, a can of starch is. Okay. Come on, starch. It keeps, uh, it, like, keeps the wrinkles out. It's a can of starch. Really? Mm-hmm. You spray it on, yeah. you iron over it, that's, and that's it an makes... Old school, that's an old school gentleman right there. Mm-hmm. Me, boss, buddy, I, I don't even think I know how to work an iron. You think I know what starch is? <laughs> Come on. All right, maybe I'll have to take some tricks out of your book. Uh, Meat Boss, you're getting a pair of tickets to Boston Calling, brother. Sounds great, my man. Thanks for waking up with Kieran Logan. Logan. Time for the good stuff on 97.5 WOKQ. All right, so I have three stories today. One, I love talking about Purple Heart recipients. So this U.S. Army vet in Texas named Harry Cesaro, Cerezo, turned 101, and he joked to his niece, I know, right? So few veterans from World War II anymore, right? right? Because they've all aged out or passed away. Anyway, he joked to his niece at 101 that he wanted to celebrate somewhere where he could see beautiful women. All right. Yeah. Guy. He still got it at 101. So his VFW helped him throw helped throw a party cake and balloons, and they brought him to Hooters. I was going to say it, but I, I don't know. I don't know they did. His niece said That's he'd awesome. never heard of Hooters. Come on. But now it's his favorite spot. I'm sure I'm sure he's about to be a member. Yeah, I know, <laughs> right? And anyway, he's receiving a coin for all of his years of service and celebrating the big day with his crew at Hooters. Listen to this. Was able to coin Harry Heddens with a coin uh, representing all of his years of service and what he represents. Um, he is a Purple Heart recipient. He is a World War II uh, veteran. Happy birthday. Happy birthday song for a 101-year-old. Are you kidding? Especially at Hooters. Was that a waitress that was giving him the coin? No, it was his family, I guess. Oh, okay. All right, then. But, you know, that would have been better, right? Well, I was like, (laughs) where is she hiding the coin? (laughs) Well, uh, now we turn our sights to a 13-year-old from Michigan, and he had a great idea. He organized a community softball fight. uh, Softball. Snowball. Excuse me. Big difference. Yeah. Snowball fight, and he went on social media and said, Hey, we're having a community snowball fight at the elementary school playground. Everybody came out, 
And it was a huge event, and the whole community came out. I love that so much. Isn't that great? Yeah, it's great. And finally, okay, this one should hit every man right where it counts. Uh Uh-oh. Football fan reaches his goal of visiting every NFL stadium. Cool. Yep. Retired San Francisco Police Sergeant Jay Rand. He's an avid football fan. He had a lifelong goal of visiting all 32 NFL stadiums. And he recently attended the wild card game between Kansas City and Miami at Arrowhead Stadium, and that completed his journey. He started, of course, with his favorite team, the Vegas Raiders, and he describes his experience as living every man's dream. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a cold game to go for your last game. That I know. was minus five without oh. the windshield. With windshield, it was like minus 30. Ouch. How do you remember that? How do I remember what? I can't even remember what I'm wearing today, and I can I remember the temperature of the game last week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Sports is easier than other yeah. stuff. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of like the people who want to visit every Major League Baseball yeah. stadium, too. Yeah. Cool goal. And that's the good stuff on 97.5 WOKQ. It's time for Famous People Doing Stuff on 97.5 WOKQ. Famous People Doing Stuff is brought to you by Merchants Auto in Hooksit, New Hampshire. So it's been quite a while since anybody in the country music community has heard anything from Ryan Hurd. He was doing a divorce, doing a divorce. He was going through a divorce with Maren Morris. At the same time, she was kind of coming out of country music. So he was staying in the shadows, not being in the spotlight. Well, he is here in the spotlight with a new song from With Carter Faith, an up-and-coming artist. It's really good. Give it a listen. Jenny, thoughts on the yeah, song? Yeah, I like it. I thought she sounded a little like Marin, to be honest. Uh, you know what? The first time I heard it, I thought the exact same thing. Because yeah. I'm reading a story about Marin Morris and Ryan Hurd, and all of a sudden I'm listening to a song, and I thought they got on a duet together, which would have been crazy post-divorce right. to jump right. on a duet together. But no, that's an up-and-coming artist, but pretty good song by uh, yeah. him, and again, that was Carter Faith. So this really cool story about Garth Brooks. If you don't know, Garth Brooks was a freak athlete. He went to Oklahoma State to run track. He ended up playing uh, baseball as well. Well, he was a standout baseball player, and he had the chance to play professionally just for uh, two years. He was invited to the MLB spring training for the San Diego Padres and the New York Mets. In his time at bat, he went one for 39, which is (laughs) absolutely horrific. (laughs) However... That's not the cool part of the story. Uh, Greg Council, who is now the manager of the Chicago Cubs, was in a, an abysmal 0 for... He went 0 for 44 at spring training. Mm. Trying to come out of that, he was at bat, and he tells this story uh, when Garth Brooks was in the outfield. Listen to the story. I hit a line drive to left field in spring training. The crowd in Port St. Lucie goes crazy. crazy. I look up... And Garth Brooks had made a diving catch in left field to extend my offer streak. I was released the next day. So he goes on to say that because of Garth Brooks, he completely changed his batting stance. Uh, do you remember Kevin Euclid, how he held his hands so high up in the sky? I do. It was ridiculous. 
That's exactly what uh, Craig counseled. That was his batting stance as well. He changed to a really high-handed stance. And if you don't know what I'm picturing, basically picture holding a baseball bat way above your head. That's how he would step up to hit hit the baseball every time uh, because of Garth Brooks. So Garth having impacts on professional sports and music yeah. left and right. Pretty interesting. Hulk Hogan now being hailed a hero, saved a 17-year-old who he was driving in Tampa, Florida, when he saw a car have a sharp turn and then immediately flip. Hulk Hogan and his friend Jake, who was in the front seat, jumped out of their car, ran to the flipped car, popped the airbag, and pulled out a 17-year-old. Wow. Shout out Hulk Hogan. I know. Can you imagine, got it. Can you imagine being saved by Hulk Hogan and be like, <laughs> oh, thank you. Wait a minute. You're Hulk Hogan. Crazy news for TV fans of The Office. I know Jeannie and I can agree that I think we can agree. Mm -hmm. It's like a top three show of all time. Okay, great. So Greg Daniels, the man who brought The Office to the U.S. from the BBC, is gathering writers to come up with new ideas. So they're not they're very adamant that this will not be a reboot, but they are looking for ideas to continue The Office. I don't know how you can continue The Office without doing a reboot. Not that I think a reboot is what's needed. Reboots are tough to get off the ground. Really tough. But I'm curious. I mean, they, if they're gathering a team of writers and Greg Daniels did the damn thing. So fingers crossed because that is hands down top three TV show of all time. That's all I got for the famous people doing stuff on 97.5 WOK. Chris Young, 97.5 WOKQ. Kira and Logan in the morning with a side of Ginny. Good morning. Are you taking a vacation this year? Well, Logan, we know you. <laughs> I'm taking we, a couple. We know you are because we, you've been talking about it all week. Well, yes. what can I say? I'm going somewhere warm. It's making me feel good. Uh, I am headed to Florida this week, but I'm not headed to Disney, which I feel like everybody in New England is going to Disney. or Everybody in New England travels to Disney this time of year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like school vacation in February, at least that's what Massachusetts folk have. I don't know what New Hampshire does, but I know Massachusetts has a February vacation and family's always going to Disney. Uh, I actually gave a, a birth miss gift to my wife this year because she's turning 30 next February. So for Christmas this year, I gave her an option of a, like eight different trips. One of them was Disney. Was Disney. Mm. Now, that was mostly for her because she's itching to go to Disney. It wasn't necessarily for, for me. She hasn't made her selection, but she's leaning towards Disney. And I'm just, you know, I'm scratching my head because we're adults. We don't have kids. And I, like, my sister is a huge Disney adult. We've talked to callers who are Disney adults. And we're going to we're gonna divide the world right now. At least you listening. We're going to divide you. Is Disney overrated or underrated? You got to have an opinion. Yeah, I mean, it has to be one or the other, unless you think it's properly rated, but that's no fun. We want you to pick (laughs) a side. Is Disney World, is traveling to Disney, going for a vacation, whether it's with a family or just a couple of friends, is it overrated or underrated? 603-749-0975. And uh, Ginny, should we bribe? Yeah, I think we should. Let's do it. We want to hear from you. So uh, we're going to bribe you with a pair of tickets to Boston Calling. That's night two, the night with... Tyler Childers on May 25th, Boston Calling Tickets. So call us right now at the East Coast Lumber Building Supply. Listener line 603-749-5WOKQ. Kira and Logan in the morning with a side of Ginny. We are talking about Disney. Overrated, underrated. What do you think? Me? Yeah. I, I'm I, So I'm stuck. And the reason I'm asking this is because my wife's turning 30 and I told her I'll take her on a trip next year. And Disney is at the top of her list but I don't know. I mean, there's so many lines and people and kids. And 
but a lot of people like it as an adult. So I want to know your opinion. Is Disney overrated or underrated? 603-749-0975. WOKQ, who's this? Yeah, my name's Steve Jennison. What's going on, Steve? You're on with Kieran Logan in the morning with the side of Ginny. Hey, Steve. Hey, how you doing? Good. So tell us, what do you think? Is Disney overrated or underrated? Oh, I think Disney's overrated. Yeah, tell me why, Steve. You can go anywhere and stand in long lines, and you can go any place to get overpriced food. That sucks. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. That's speak the truth. I don't even have anything else to say. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, great opinion. Steve, thanks for the call, man. We appreciate you. Excellent. I'm glad I got through. Thank you, guys. Yeah, happy happy to talk to you. Hey, stay on hold. We'll put you in the running for these Boston Calling tickets. Excellent. Appreciate that. Yeah, hold on, man. Well, we're still taking your calls. Give us a call on your opinion, 603-749-0975. Up for grabs, a pair of tickets to a really hot show. Boston Calling. Right? Too good. I know you're going to want to go. 603-749-0975. Is going to Disney now overrated or underrated with kids, without kids? I'm, I would be going without kids. So is it overrated or underrated for me to go next year? 603-749-0975. Still taking your calls on 97.5 WOKQ. Molly, if I'm a gambling man, I'm going to say you love Disney. Molly, tell me why. I think it's so overrated. You can you can spend upwards of ten thousand dollars going to Disney when you can travel anywhere in the world for that amount of money. Wait, ten thousand? Well, if you have a family of four. Oh, true. With a family of four, like I've been to Disney like multiple times, and I can tell you, I am miserable there with my family and everything. I'm like, don't bring me. Molly, have you been as a kid, as a teen, and as an adult? And what version of Disney is the best? The last time I went to Disney was when I was 16, and but I had been when I was like I said, like you said, as a kid, um, really young, and then middle school and all that. And last time was I was 16, and I forgot the question. What was it? <laughs> <laughs> like, just is it? Do you have as much fun as an adult at Disney as kids do? Um, I don't know. I guess like if you're really like a, a Disney adult, then you like fully embrace the culture and everything. And I'm sure you can have as much fun as a kid. Yeah, I have tons of my friends who go to Disney and they drink and they have fun and they don't have to walk around with family or kids. So it's a different experience. So that's why I'm kind of split, you know, on whether maybe it might be underrated as a single adult. Oh, for sure. I mean, if you want to have fun and go to a university. WOKQ, who's this? Hey, Natalie. So what do you think? Is Disney overrated or underrated? Yeah, I'm 50-50 because I worked there when I was 19 doing the college program, and it was amazing. And I've had amazing trips, and I've had really crappy trips where you go into a park and it's so busy, and you literally leave because you can't get on any rides, and you're waiting an hour for popcorn. I have, this this is a whirlwind of emotions, this call. So you sound like a pro since you worked there. Is it fun as an adult without kids? I guess I want to know that. Oh, yeah. Like, when you walk into there, you get, like, this feeling at Disney. So that's amazing and worth it, but then the cost is not. Okay, so you seem really torn. I'm going to force you to pick a side. Overrated or underrated? Which one? I'm going to say underrated. Underrated. Ooh, okay. okay. So right. even though it's expensive, the magical feeling outweighs the price. It does. Okay. Mm -hmm. Hey, thanks so much for the call. Uh, Just stay on hold for us. We'll put you in the running for these Boston Calling tickets, okay? Hold on. WOKQ, who's this? Becky from Rochester. All right, Becky. Do you love Disney or is it overrated? Well, it's it's kind of a mixed bag. I think everybody should at least go once. 
and experience it. Okay. But yes, I do believe it is truly overrated. Everything is just way overpriced for that part. Yeah. That's my struggle with it. Now, do you have as much fun as an adult as you do as a kid? Um, yes, I think so. Uh, because in Epcot, they have Drink Around the World. Right. And, um, and right. the Animal Kingdom, the Safari, is really an experience. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think I'll have fun doing drinks around the world and the Safari. Yep. Granted, yep. I'm just like but, a big old kid also, at heart. Well, yeah. And, and I think it is a different experience if you have children um, versus going as adults. But... Um, it, it just it's just way overpriced. Okay, so your thing is the price point. Yeah, big time. All right, well said. So overrated based on the money. Thanks so much for the call. Let's put you on hold and put you in the running for these Boston Kong tickets, okay? Thanks so much. Thanks for waking up with Kira and Logan in the morning with a side of Ginny on 97.5 WOKQ. So I do have one more comment about this. All right, Ginny, what's um, your opinion, girl? So when my kids were older, they wanted to go to Disney, and we were like, no, we're not going back. Sure. It's no. But what we did do, which is expensive, but it was well worth it, I will say, okay. not overrated at all, is the Disney Cruise. And the oh. Disney Cruise was so much fun and so relaxing for us as parents and so fun for the kids, too. There, there were Disney characters there, but there was so much to do on the ship. Are there, like, rides? There's no rides. There's no rides, ship. but they have um, so much entertainment for the kids. Really? And the characters are all over the place. They're really great. I highly recommend the Disney Cruise. Okay. Yeah. I'm not putting another option for her. <laughs> She's already got, like, eight options. I should have just narrowed it down to two for her. Yeah, you should have. But I will take it into consideration. The time is now. Can't beat Ginny. Let's go. Give us a call. 603-749-0975. Oh, you want to know what you're playing for? Hot yes. ticket hot, alert. Hot, Tell them, Ginny. Hot, hot, hot. Hardy. <laughs> hot Hardy. And okay. Kip Moore. And Hot Kip Moore. And Travis Denning on June 22nd at Bank NH Pavilion. Tickets go on sale this Friday, by the way. You said that was some pizzazz. The pazillion. Yeah, the pazillion. <laughs> you're going to want those tickets. 603-749-0975. We play Can't Beat Ginny in about 10 minutes on 97.5 W. Think you've got what it takes? Oh, yeah. Well, let's see. It's time to play Can't Beat Kira on 97.5 WOKQ. Good morning, Amanda. You're on with Kira and Logan in the morning with a side of Ginny. Hey, Amanda. Hello. Have you ever played this fun and flirty game we call Can't Beat Ginny? I have not. Oh, my gosh. First timer. Are you nervous? Tell me what your emotions are like right now. I'm excited. (laughs) You should be. All right, well, Amanda, I know you haven't played, but I know you're a big-time listener, so kick Ginny out of here like I know you want to do. Get out of here, Ginny. All right, Amanda. Everybody has, like, their own accent when they kick you out. (laughs) She said, get out of here. Get out of here. All right, Amanda, one hard question, two easy questions, in my opinion. The first question is the hard one. It's Joe Flacco's birthday. He turns 39 today. He's a quarterback in the NFL. Can you name one of the five NFL teams that Joe Flacco has played for? Um, let's say the 49ers. The 49ers. All right. Question number two. What is the name of the paper company that the TV show The Office works for? W.B. Mason. W.B. Oh, no. Have you seen The Office? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. You got homework to do. <laughs> Question number three. This is Taylor Swift, Teardrops on My Guitar. He's the reason for the teardrops on my guitar. The only thing that keeps me wishing blank. For him to stay. For him to stay. All right, Jeannie's coming back. Hold on. Amanda, tell me how you think you did. Yeah, I did terrible. (laughs) Uh, I thought you were going to say you did great. Positive thinking. We don't know how you did, Amanda. I haven't given you any answers yet. All right. 
You never know. All right, Jenny. Question number one. It's Joe Flacco's birthday. He turns 39 today. He's a quarterback, He's a quarterback. in the NFL. Yes. Yeah. Oh, boy. Your eyes are looking nervous. <laughs> Name one of the five NFL teams that Joe has played for. Um, Green Bay. Green Bay is not one of the five teams. <laughs> it's also not the 49ers. I was going to guess 49ers. Would have accepted Ravens, Broncos, Eagles, Jets, and now the Cleveland Browns. Holy cow. He's been around. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, zero zero. Question number two, Amanda. This one's gonna kill me to ask Ginny. What is the name of the paper company that the TV show The Office works for? Thunder Mifflin. Is correct. No, it's not W. B. Mason. <laughs> nice local local tie, though. That'd be fun. That's what the spinoff should be. <laughs> I'm gonna be thinking about that answer while I try to sleep tonight. Yeah, you knew I'd know it. Of course. Yeah. Question number three. By the way, one. the score is one. Ginny zero. Amanda. Question three. Ginny, this is Taylor Swift, Teardrops on My Guitar. He's the reason for the teardrops on my guitar. The only thing that keeps me wishing blank. On a star? On a wishing star was what we were looking for. I'm not giving it to you. Uh, Amanda, no, it's not for him to stay, although that's nice. Maybe she's hoping Travis Kelsey stays with her this time. Maybe. Maybe. We do have a final score of one Ginny, zero Amanda. Amanda, we do need the phrase of shame. Let's hear it. I can't beat... Jenny. No, you can't, Amanda, but it was your first time. You brought me so many giggles. W. Mason has me in <laughs> stitches over here. We're giving you the tickets to see Hardy anyway. How about that? Yes, that's so awesome. My son is going to be so excited. Oh, you guys are going to have the time of your lives. Arguably the con- uh, the concert of the summer, although Ginny's probably looking more forward to Kenny, but this is going to be I one am. hell of a show. This is going to be a great show. Hardy, it Kip is. Moore. Travis Stanning, really great. Congratulations, Amanda. And thanks for listening to Kira and Logan in the morning with a side of Ginny, 97.5 WOK. So you went out on a date and it felt really right. Should have locked that thing down. Now they're nowhere inside. Was what you said? You were left on bread. It's not fair. It just ain't right. Yeah, you want a second date. Logan are here to help you. That's right. Welcome in, Tanya. Hi. Hi. You're on with Kira and Logan in the morning. This is second date update. How you feeling? What's the what's the emotions going on? It's okay. There's a lot of emotions. <laughs> Sounds about right. Well, take take yeah. us along for the ride. And if you don't mind, start at the very beginning. Tell us about David, how you guys met, and what's happening now. Yeah, so um we matched on Tinder and like you know, we chatted on the app and then we exchanged numbers and we texted, you know, back and forth for a few days and there seemed to be a good connection. And like, he has a really good sense of humor, which is really important to me. And like some of his texts actually made me laugh in real life. So I was um, really excited to meet him in person. So we made plans to get drinks after work at a bar in Manchester. And I thought it went really well. Like the conversation was easy and he was taller than I thought he would be, which is always a plus. <laughs> What's up with and women? Always looking for the tall guys. Oh, poor Logan Short King. <laughs> I don't know. But so then I, you know, I texted him a couple times after the date and like he doesn't seem to have any interest in hanging out again, which mm. is weird. And I, you know, I just keep getting one word answers. And, like, before the date, he was, like, really responsive and flirty. And I don't know. I'm just, like, confused and frustrated and I need help. <laughs> well, Tanya, I have a question. And I don't mean to, sure. you know, be accusing or anything. But you said that okay. David had a great sense of humor. Do you match that energy? And, and I know it's hard to, you know, 
self-reflect. Yeah, yeah. self-reflect or talk bad about yourself. But if he's a super funny guy, are you matching that energy? I think I'm pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, you I'm sound conversational. You sound conversational. I, I just, you know. Yeah, I'm fun. I'm fun. All right. She says I'm she's fun. fun. I she, swear. She says she's fun, damn it. <laughs> All right. And so how many times have you reached out since your date? Like three. Yeah, it's, that's typically, that's the sweet spot. That's when we start hearing from people to have us intervene. It is always three, isn't it? It's It seems to always be three. All right, Tanya. Well, I think we've gathered enough intel. What do you think, Logan? Yeah, let's do it. All right. We're going to put on our lab okay. coats, our goggles. We're basically scientists here on Second Date Update, and we are going to do what we can to get David on the line. We're going to see why he's not getting back to you, and we're really hoping that we can uh, tempt him with a second date that we, the radio station, would pay for. How does that all sound to you? That sounds good. Let's just hope he says yes. All right, groovy baby. Good luck. Okay. Second date update on number one for New Country, 97.5 WOKQ. All right, second date update brought to you by Premier Roofing, serving southern and central New Hampshire, the Lakes region, and now northern Massachusetts. Visit premierroofersnh.com. All right, Logan, can you bring up David? He's online too, I think. Yep. David, are you still there? Hi, uh, yeah, I'm here. He held. That was What's good. up, brother man? Yeah, thank you for agreeing to come on the air for Second Date Update. Yeah, of course. So we've been in touch with our listener. Her name is Tanya, and uh, she told us she went out on a date with you recently. Yeah. You recall? Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember Tanya. Yeah, so she really felt a connection with you. Said you were a funny guy. Made her giggle. Both. That was great via text and IRL. And now she can't get a text back after the date and she's really bummed about that because she was hoping to see you again. So what's going on? Yeah, I mean, um, so, yeah, I was really into Tanya. Like, even just seeing her profile, I just kind of got a, a, a vibe from her. And I don't know, she ended up being really cool. Like, I really enjoyed our text back and forth. Um, and then when I met her, like, you know, kind of everything I hoped at first. I mean, she's beautiful, you know, the first part of it, like, it, it didn't feel like a first date. There was no awkward pauses or anything. It all flowed um, pretty naturally. I mean, she had, like, a couple drinks, you know, and I could, I could tell she was feeling it. But that's, like, I mean, fine, you know. Um, no judgment on my end. I like, to, I like to drink, too. But then at one point, like, I meant it as a compliment. But I said something like, I don't understand. Like, you're so, like, cute and cool. Uh, I don't understand how you're still single. Um, you know, it was just supposed to be kind of like a... You know, just like I guess I like a compliment, but she like that set her off. Um, oh no! Guess, yeah, yeah. She started talking about her ex. Oh, uh, and she started crying. Um, and you know, I mean, look again, no judgment, but if she, she's clearly not over him, and like I'm just not here to sort of help someone get over their ex. Like I'm actually looking for something serious. Oh, um, and uh, you know, had 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 to. Have to pass. So wait, David, is this the main? This is the main causation of the one date only, no date after, because you think that she's still interested in her ex. I mean, she's definitely still interested in her ex. So no. yeah, and crying about the ex yeah. on the first date. Yeah, yeah, that's a tough first date. Not just like crying, like like she had to go in the bathroom because her, her makeup was all like messed up. Like it, it wasn't just like like kind of lightly getting emotional. Like she was crying. Oh wow. Oh, it wasn't one single tear. Yeah. Okay, that sounds like a lot for a first date. Indeed. I would I would be overwhelmed myself. <laughs> All right, David. Well, we um don't mean to overwhelm you again. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> but we didn't tell you that Tanya is on the line. She heard what you said. And you don't have to oh. agree to this next step. Um, we would prefer that you would just so she can say her piece and have closure because she really did like you. 
Um, but we would love for her to join the conversation if that's something you're comfortable with. If not, we'll end it right here. Um, I mean, no, at this point, sure. If she heard it, yeah. Tanya, you there? Hi. Hey. Hi. Are you over your ex? <laughs> oh, boy. I... Listen, I, like, vaguely remember my ex coming up in conversation. You know, I drank a little more than I normally do because I was nervous on this date. And, like, I, like, I'm embarrassed. I guess I cried. But, like, I'm really over him. And, like, I'm really ready to meet something new. This was, like, a weird, must have been a weird one-off because of the alcohol. But I really am over him. I swear. Yeah, I just, you know, I, I can't. I mean, she's saying that now. I, I you know, I, I think people become a little bit more truthful when they drink. And, I mean, look, maybe some months down the road we could revisit. But, no, I mean, like, I think you need to take time. Get over your ex. Tanya, how, um, how fresh are these wounds? It's been two months and ten days. Uh, okay, you know the exact day that you guys broke up? We were together for three years, so obviously I know the day it ended. Oh, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I see where Dave. I, David, I see where you're coming from. Well, David, you did kind of already answer this, but we we are going to reiterate because it is the purpose of our segment. Would you be interested in going on a second date with Tanya that we, the radio station, would pay for? No. Like, look, if I was if I was younger, like interested in just kind of hooking up, like maybe, like you know, who you know who would care? But no, I'm looking for something serious, and like she's clearly not in that space. Okay. Um. Well, we don't want to take up any more of your time. We know you're both very busy. We thank you for coming on the air for second date update, and wish you both the best of luck in your own romantic journeys. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry, Tanya, but good luck. Bye, Tanya. Good luck. Thank you. All right. The question is, when you're eating candy, if you don't eat candy, pretend you eat candy. Do you eat them individually, one M&M at a time, or do you take a whole handful and throw them all in your mouth? Mm. Cheryl? One at a time. They taste better. Whoa. Torturous. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking small candies like M&Ms, multiple at a time, because I'm a fast eater, and I have very bad impulse control with sweets and snacks. Love it. Lydia? I'm also one at a time, but the context of M&Ms is super important because... You can have a bunch of them in a yolk crunch, but then you can't like in a yolk crunch. Does no one know what a yolk a, crunch is? Of course is? you do. It's a yogurt with the candy on top. Oh, yeah, oh. and they have like a like, you can't just like scoop out one M M&M and M at a time in that. But like just eating them out of the bag is one at a time. Besides Meg, you two said one at a time. Is it one at a time for everything? I'm talking almonds. I'm talking Mike and Ike's. Oh, you like Mike and Ike's? I'm talking popcorn. Lydia, you're nodding your head. Yes, you do one at a time for everything? Pretty much. It, it makes me you eat, eat slower. Like, I feel like I, m- with my, like, larger meals, I eat so fast that, like, when I'm snacking, I try and take it a little slower so I don't, like, shove my face and have chipmunk cheeks. A strategic during- eater. Okay. <laughs> Cheryl? Okay, the popcorn. Popcorn I'm, might be different. I'm double-fisted on that. <laughs> <laughs> That's... Okay, so, so, but what about other candy, like, like Mike and Ike's and Sour Patch Kids? Okay, first of all, those two items I don't eat, but let's I know, go with a Hershey you. Kiss. Sure, Hershey Kiss. Hershey Kiss, one at a time. Good and Plenty, which is like your Ike and Mike, but it's just the licorice kind. Yeah, yeah, perfect. That's a great example. Okay, so I think I'd probably go two or three at a time. Okay. Yeah, most definitely. And but M and M specifically, you're doing one. M and M's one at all right, one or two. But if I'm if it's a peanut M M&M, and M, one at a time. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'll agree with that one too.
Yeah. Wait, Meg, you too? If you're doing a peanut M&M, it's one? Probably. I don't eat them as much. I prefer the regular ones, but I feel like the bigger the candy the or the snack, the more likely I am to just do one at a time. But if we're talking M&Ms or something like that, like regular M&Ms, I'll do multiple. Yeah, six or seven. Oh, yeah. Ten to twelve, sure. Yes. <laughs> that's, too, that's too many. It takes the experience away. Mm-hmm. Like if you... What? Experience? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I'm getting like triple. I'm getting like way more than triple. I'm getting like quadruple but the M and M's that you are. Really taste them because you know what happens with M and M's. If you have a fistful and you put them in your mouth, you don't really get the chocolate. You get the crunchy stuff, which is not what I'm going after. I'm going after the chocolate. Cheryl, that, what? If I put a different color M and M and blindfold you, yes. Do you think you can tell me the difference and the colors and the M and M's? Not about the color. It's just the crunchy stuff because it's, <laughs> it's the coating. It's the it's same. It's the coating. No, I know, but I want the chocolate. Different texture. Interesting. Don't you like? Don't you like? Have you ever like sucked an M M&M and M just to get at the chocolate? No, because oh, yes. then I'd be sucking fifteen at once because that's how many are in my mouth. <laughs> okay, so you don't eat them properly. <laughs> Yikes! And Cheryl has spoken. <laughs> No, I mean, in all seriousness, the tribe has spoken. They are too much. I can't imagine eating one M&M at a time. That no. would be so torturous. I would need to be eating M&Ms for one hour straight in order <laughs> to get the amount of M&Ms I can do in handfuls. Coming up uh, with the famous people doing stuff. We all know Garth Brooks impacted country music in an enormous way. But did you know he also had a huge impact on professional baseball? I have a really cool story coming up in about 10 minutes on 97.5 WOKQ. Hey! It's time for Famous People Doing Stuff on 97.5 WOKQ. Famous People Doing Stuff is brought to you by Merchants Auto in Hooksit, New Hampshire. So it's been quite a while since anybody in the country music community has heard anything from Ryan Hurd. He was doing a divorce, doing a divorce. He was going through a divorce with Maren Morris. At the same time, she was kind of coming out of country music. So he was staying in the shadows, not being in the spotlight. Well, he is here in the spotlight with a new song from With Carter Faith, an up-and-coming artist. It's really good. Give it a listen. Jenny, thoughts on the yeah, song? Yeah, I like it. I thought she sounded a little like Marin, to be honest. Uh, you know what? The first time I heard it, I thought the exact same thing. Because yeah. I'm reading a story about Marin Morris and Ryan Hurd, and all of a sudden I'm listening to a song, and I thought they got on a duet together, which would have been crazy post-divorce right. to jump right. on a duet together. But no, that's an up-and-coming artist, but pretty good song by uh, yeah. him. And again, that was Carter Faith. So this really cool story about Garth Brooks. If you don't know, Garth Brooks was a freak athlete. He went to Oklahoma State to run track. He ended up playing uh, baseball as well. Well, he was a standout baseball player, and he had the chance to play professionally just for uh, two years. He was invited to the MLB spring training for the San Diego Padres and the New York Mets. In his time at bat, he went one for 39, which Mm. is absolutely horrific. (laughs) However... That's not the cool part of the story. Uh, Greg Council, who is now the manager of the Chicago Cubs, was in an abysmal 0 for 
he went 0 for 44 at spring training. Mm. Trying to come out of that, he was at bat, and he tells this story uh, when Garth Brooks was in the outfield. Listen to the story. I hit a line drive to left field in spring training. The crowd in Port St. Lucie goes crazy, crazy. I look up, and Garth Brooks had made a diving catch in left field <laughs> to extend my offer streak. <laughs> I was released the next day. So he goes on to say that because of Garth Brooks, he completely changed his batting stance. Uh, do you remember Kevin Euclid, how he held his hands so high up in the sky? I do. It was ridiculous. That's exactly what uh, Craig Council, that was his batting stance as well. He changed to a really high-handed stance. And if you don't know what I'm picturing, basically picture holding a baseball bat way above your head. That's how he would step up to hit, hit the baseball every time uh, because of Garth Brooks. So Garth having impacts on professional sports and music yeah. left and right. Pretty interesting. Hulk Hogan now being hailed a hero, saved a 17-year-old who he was driving in Tampa, Florida, when he saw a car have a sharp turn and then immediately flip. Hulk Hogan and his friend Jake, who was in the front seat, jumped out of their car, ran to the flipped car, popped the airbag, and pulled out a 17-year-old. Wow. Shout out Hulk Hogan. I know. Can you imagine, got it. Can you imagine being saved by Hulk Hogan and be like, <laughs> oh, thank you. Wait a minute. You're Hulk Hogan. Crazy news for TV fans of The Office. I know Jeannie and I can agree that I think we can agree. Mm -hmm. It's like a top three show oh, of yeah, all time. Yeah, okay, yeah. great. So Greg Daniels, the man who brought The Office to the U.S. from the BBC, is gathering writers to come up with new ideas. So that they're not they're very adamant that this will not be a reboot, but they are looking for ideas to continue The Office. I don't know how you can continue The Office without doing a reboot. Not that I think a reboot is what's needed. Reboots are tough to get off the ground. Really tough. But I'm curious. I mean, they, if they're gathering a team of writers and Greg Daniels did the damn thing. So fingers crossed because that is hands down top three TV show of all time. That's all I got for the famous people doing stuff on 97.5 WOK. <laughs> Time for the good stuff on 97.5 WOKQ. All right, so I have three stories today. One, I love talking about Purple Heart recipients. So this U.S. Army vet in Texas named Harry Cesaro, Cerezo, turned 101, and he joked to his wow. niece, I know, right? So few veterans from World War II anymore, right? Because right? they've all aged out or passed away. Anyway, he joked to his niece at 101 that he wanted to celebrate somewhere where he could see beautiful women. All right. Yeah. Look at guy. He still got it at 101. So his VFW helped him throw, helped throw a party cake and balloons and they brought him to Hooters. I was going to say it, but I don't know. I don't know. They did? His niece said That's he'd awesome. never heard of Hooters. Come on. But now it's his favorite spot. I'm sure I'm sure he's about to be a member. Yeah, I know, <laughs> right? And anyway, he's receiving a coin for all of his years of service and celebrating the big day with his crew at Hooters. Listen to this. was able to coin Harry Heddings with a coin uh, representing all of his years of service and what he represents. Um, he is a Purple Heart recipient. He is a World War uh, II veteran. Happy birthday, dear Larry. Happy birthday to you. I love a good happy birthday. Yeah. 
happy birthday song for a 101-year-old. Are you kidding? Especially (laughs) at Hooters. Was that a waitress that was giving him the coin? No, it was his family, I guess. Oh, okay. All right, then. But, you know, that would have been better, right? Well, I was like, (laughs) where is she hiding the coin? No. (laughs) Well, uh, now we turn our sights to a 13-year-old from Michigan, and he had a great idea. He organized a community softball fight. uh, Softball. Snowball. Excuse me. Big difference. Yeah. Snowball fight. And he went on social media and said, hey, we're having a community snowball fight at the elementary school playground. Everybody came out. And it was a huge event, and the whole community came out. I love that so much. Isn't that great? That's great. And finally, okay, this one should hit every man right where it counts. Uh Uh-oh. Football fan reaches his goal of visiting every NFL stadium. Cool. Yep. Retired San Francisco Police Sergeant Jay Rand. He's an avid football fan. He had a lifelong goal of visiting all 32 NFL stadiums. And he recently attended the wild card game between Kansas City and Miami at Arrowhead Stadium. And that completed his journey. He started, of course, with his favorite team, the Vegas Raiders. And he describes his experience as living every man's dream. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a cold game to go for your last game. That I know. was minus five without oh. the windshield. With windshields, like minus 30. Ouch. How do you remember that? How do I remember what? I can't even remember what I'm wearing today, and I can I remember the temperature of the game last week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Sports is easier than other yeah. stuff. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of like the people who want to visit every Major League Baseball yeah. stadium, too. Yeah. Cool goal. And that's the good stuff on 97.5 WOKQ. Johnson, the painter, 97.5 WOKQ. Kira and Logan in the morning with a side of Ginny. Good morning. Adios. We'll see you tomorrow. A time for compliments, takebacks, and apologies. Brought to you by Merchants Auto in Hooksit. What do you got today, Jen? Um, I think I am going to do kind of a takeback, sort of an apology. Okay, let me hear Kind it. of feeling uh, like I missed the boat somewhere because when we were talking about Disney this morning, yeah. I thought for sure we would have somebody who was a diehard Disney fan saying no way, it's not overrated Disney's the best, I love Disney, I take take my ki- yeah. kids every and we didn't get that. You're right. It was just kind of weird. I was totally expecting that, but it, it didn't happen. So that makes me wonder. Maybe hmm. it is overrated. Hmm. A lot or, of callers were saying overrated. Maybe it's all hype. It's all hype. Right. So, yeah. Anyway. Well said. I'm giving my compliment today to the meat boss. <laughs> Whenever that guy calls in, it's always something funny. He's hilarious. He got the mind bender right, but then he taught me something. So that's why I'm giving him a compliment. And Ginny, you taught me too. Both of you two uh, tag teamed against me. Here was the question, that, and then I'll play his call and the answer. More than 40% of women think a man is more attractive if he is willing to blank. Iron his clothes. Yay. Bingo. Good job. I know the meat boss is ironing the apron. You got that right. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing the starch on too, baby. Gotta nope. be neat and tidy. Wait, what'd you say? Throwing the what? Starch. What's starch? starch? You know, that's the, the starch in the spray can to, get to keep the wrinkles out. You don't know what starch is? <laughs> like starch meat in boss. food? He doesn't know what a, a can of starch is. Okay. Come on, starch. It keeps uh, it like keeps the wrinkles out. It's a can of starch. Wildly <laughs> informative for me. I thought he was talking about. He said something about a spray can, and I was like, "Why are you spray painting your clothing?" <laughs> I'm embarrassed. I did a little googling. Compliments to you, Meat Boss. Way to keep your stuff clean. Yeah, right. All right. And you see, you never know what you're going to learn around here. And we'll do it again tomorrow morning at 5.30 a.m. Kira and Logan in the morning with a side of Ginny on 97.5 WOKQ. Don't forget, who loves ya? We do.